Welcome back to Talk About This. Previously, we talked about the effects of COVID-19 on teens around the world. Today, we are starting a new series called Teen Struggles, where we talk about mental health, societal issues, trust and acceptance, and our hopes for the future. Today, we have Husanatu. Hi. Hasanatu. Hi. And a new member of the team, Melanie. Hi. So in today's episode, we're going to be talking about mental health. Also, who wants to start the conversation? Mental health is like a like a really deep topic. From yeah, what, yeah, it's a, it's a huge topic. Um, we could compare what's got our mental statement from like now to before COVID. Yeah, how was how was your mental state before COVID? To be honest, with me, I I don't really like know a lot about mental health so I don't like I don't know how I can put it the words to how things were for me before COVID and doing COVID to like now yeah it's like you never really thought about it yeah I never really thought about it yeah because I was pushing behind me you were saying Melanie oh yeah and it's something that we need to take seriously it's not like we can push it away because I think, like, a lot of students don't know, like, really understand the mental health. Mm-hmm. You just say it because, like, it's really popular. But it's, yeah. like, they don't really understand. Because, yeah. so, oh, you you're go. Because oh, yeah. for me, from what I understand, like, we teenagers don't really, like, how someone we can talk to, but say, oh, I'm dealing with this. We just keep it to ourselves and don't say, oh, do I really need help with my mental health or am I really okay? To other people, you know? So, I mean, yes, it's it's known now that, you know, mental health had a huge spike. You know, a lot of teens now are, like, depressed or they have anxiety and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Do you think it's connected to social media? Yes. Um, I don't really think that. You, why not? Or what's your reason? Because, um, like, in social media, like, we hide behind our phones. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. like, people get to say whatever you get, um, you, um, you get, um, you gotta say you you can hide behind it, mm-hmm. like you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. So you can't really I, like, and people express themselves because they know that people will know them as like as like themselves, like mm-hmm. as like oh I'm sorry I'm trying to like ex- describe it like that. So like mm-hmm. social media, we're just using us as that our fake light, like our sec our second face. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, and you don't think that adds to the decline of mental health? No, because I feel like, like, I heard some teens say that, like, social media is, like, their way for them their to escape to yeah. escape their life. Like, like if, like, parents are arguing, they're on TikTok to, like, to cover That's up. That's true. That's true. Yeah, it's a really positive thing. It can also be super negative, though. Like, yeah. Or caring and stuff like that. That is true. But yeah. I feel like... It is what fuels depression and anxiety because mm-hmm. most of what you see on there is fake, such as beauty standards or yeah. toxic yeah. masculinity. Yeah. It's all it's all social norms that are very unrealistic and make people change their personalities or how they are just to fit into those standards. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree with what Melanie says. Like sometimes when like I'm like I'm discussing something, I'll ask people. Oh, do you really believe that? 
as yourself, or do you believe because you see social media be living in it? That's true. Like everyone's okay. kind of copies what they see. And also for me, like for me, I use Instagram. Like I don't have a big following, but like I like oh let me like you know have that type of like oh people like know me with like a thousand followers, but no, it's like it's kind of like social media in general is like stressful. Mm-hmm. It's a very it's a hard platform that you want to fit in with the society, but you can't. No matter what you do. Um, there's always gonna be someone that's gonna be ahead of you, one ten times ahead of you or one time ahead of you. It's like a hard. We have to. We want to like fit in for everyone to like you and also everyone to like your post and know who you are. You know. Yeah. But they don't really know who you are through through the screens. There's also another thing that came up, and it's saying that uh, people who see like all these like negative things on their feed, like if they see a lot of like models or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like you control what you see because yeah. it's based on who you yeah, follow and I, what you I have like. to do that. Like yeah. like the TikTok for you page, it's like it depend I think it works like how like the amount of videos you like is yes, the, yeah. is what you get to see. I know, but there's also algorithm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It can So like let's say you so I'm a K-pop friend. So let's say I like the video about let's call K pop. It's just gonna show me all videos concerning k-pop i don't see other like other things that's why i say that people really control like what you see so you can't really blame others because you're also liking it but at the same time these apps like tiktok and instagram they're designed to be addictive yes they so, are very addictive. Yeah, you know, if you ever get like a random notification on instagram like someone posted and they have you want to see it. a while Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's meant to bring you back to the app. Mm-hmm. I I think TikTok is more um addictive than Instagram because TikTok it looks like it's endless. No matter you how much scrolling. you scroll, you always yeah. find like a new video. Yeah. So, but I do think that in some point in life, even with like um, let's say social media influencers. They do get the press from the fans and everything because it's overwhelming. Like, every day you have to be on it for you to be catch up with the new latest drama, the new latest, you know, thing that's going on in our own society, you know? So it's easier to be a viewer than it is to be a influencer? Yeah. Yeah, I think that. But viewers, we also, viewers, we do, like, we do, um, what's it called? Um, we do overuse our power a lot. I'm a... That's um, like, true. Yes, yeah. you do overdo use it. Yeah, I can say that because, like, one, like, you if you notice in some TikTok stuff, like one time everyone is okay with this person, and all of a sudden they all switch against them. Yeah, like that happens so much. Yeah, yeah, that is. It's very dumb in a way because people are getting mad over the smallest things and trying mm-hmm. to make the person look bad. For example, on TikTok, someone can post a story of them just being themselves or showing an outfit and people will try to body shame them or say why didn't oh. you put a trigger warning or, or put, exactly or call them pick me. Oh, yeah, the, exactly. Or and stuff like, like that. Oh, new anxiety check or or new insecure. Yeah. What the oh, hell? Or just hype. Oh, new insecure unlocked. Yeah, and like, stuff like that. I think that's the type of stuff that contributes to mental health and the decline it of does. it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and I just like in TikTok, people like mostly like self-prescribe themselves. You know what I mean? Yes. Like, like, all the time. 
You're yeah. just like, oh, you like, like, let's say, like, I see a video about a girl talking about depression. You could see in her comments, people like, oh, I knew I had depression. Or yeah, oh, I've seen those videos where it's like, if you forget your childhood, it's a sign that you have trauma. Yeah, and mm-hmm. everyone yeah. in the comments is just like, oh, I didn't know I had trauma. And it's... They're self-diagnosing themselves. Yeah, sometimes. Okay, don't, like, don't come for me, y'all. But sometimes people like. <laughs> They always be like, oh, um, I have so-and-so. But, like, do you really think you have it? Or you just on social media thinking you have, like, anxiety or you have so-and-so, you know? Exactly. There's Because there's that whole trend of um, how oppressed are you? And people want to be, you know, mm-hmm. like, saying I'm poorer than you or whatever. And it's, mm-hmm. I don't understand how it's a flex, but... Yeah. Like, what is it called? Um, like, oh, are you saying uh-huh. Or it's like people are, are invalidating other people's feelings or what they went through. Oh. They're oh, trying to make their story seem, yeah. Or, they're trying to make their life interesting. No, they're trying, trying to make. They don't want to be like a normal person. They want to be like, oh, I have that. Or I have. Um, oh, it's like when like when you try to explain that like let's say like everyone has like their um I think everyone has their personality on TikTok mm-hmm. because like yes you are what you see. So I was like. If you tell someone from TikTok, oh, uh, my family was, we, I grew up with a good childhood. My my family, my mom and dad did this and this. We live in the middle, like, a middle class for home. They will call you, like, a pick-me. Or, yeah. or they'll bring their depression on you. Like, I saw this video about a girl hugging her dad. I see people under her comments saying, oh, I wish I had a dad. Or my exactly. dad wanted me Exactly, stuff that. like that, yeah. Because, I mean, that's also detrimental to like the person who made that video yeah because they're you getting make all them these feel comments bad about exactly. post- posting about their their father yeah I mean, could it be a way for people to express their feelings like if there's people saying oh i wish i had a dad is that them expressing their feelings or is that them just being a troll i think they're just putting their what's called their what's called um I won't. I would say like, in well, I won't call insecurity, but like the problem on the person that posts like, it's not my fault. You don't have a dad or something like that. Exactly. Yeah. Or or I if think... you see like, uh, oh, continue. Oh no, you can go. Well, I was just gonna say like, if how people see bottles, other things, and they're saying, oh, I'm not gonna eat today in the comments. Oh yeah. Those so ones. I saw I saw this like what's it called the video mm-hmm. of this like skinny girl. And there's girls telling her in her comments that they're gonna starve themselves. Exactly, it's crazy. Or or that she's anorexic. I was like, wow, why'd you say that with somebody? And I think that goes back to your original point of how of how there's this like mask on social media, so people mm-hmm. feel like they can say whatever they want to, and they even consider like other people's feelings. Even like in, in person? person, yes, yeah. Because in person, like, for me, I, like, I don't talk about, like, my own, my whole mental health thing because I don't like fake people knowing about it. But yeah. for me, I put a fake, fake face thinking, like, think, like I'm okay. But, like, in person? Yeah. Mm-hmm. People put, like, a fake smile. Say, oh, like, my life is good. Like, I'm, I'm not dealing with nothing. But, like, deep down, you are running tight slowly and slowly. And so they come to social media and kind of yes, release and like that. They release the stress or release whatever is inside of them. Yeah. So, 
it definitely has pros and cons. <laughs> I mean, yeah, like, yeah. I sometimes think that is, um people, what's called people like uh, people teens on TikTok only lie to like lie to like fit in. Yeah, everyone likes to fit in. It's peer pressure. What do you mean lie? Like, let's say, okay, so let's say, oh, oh, someone makes a video. Oh, have you guys all watched this show? during your childhood and the person who I've never watched your show like, oh yeah, I watched it. Oh, they don't, they don't want to feel left out in the crowd. They want to be in the crowd, you know? Yeah. I, I think the same way too when I was younger. I oh, like when like, what's it called? There's a new trend. People feel like they have to hop on it, even yeah. if it's good or bad. Yeah, that too. And there's also this question of people saying other people are too sensitive like with the whole um for example like cultural appropriation with like braids oh yeah there's a lot of people saying oh it's just a hairstyle but there's other people saying oh it's more, it's more than that oh yeah. i'm sorry what you're talking about i, I think that i think that oh, Matt, it depends on the situation something? huh like see on? like the the cultural appropriation with braids because black um you've seen black people being oppressed by what's it called by by their hair and there's articles a lot of what's called people have gone through that so you can't really call them sensitive if they went through that and they're not happy that you all of a sudden from bashing them now wearing them even yeah. even with the asian community well what, what's called when they started with the the racist way of calling them everyone's chinese and, but now their eyes are fox eyes they are trendy exactly i think that happens with all minorities because yeah. Every, was... every race, everyone wants to copy, you know? Yes. I think I think every race at some point will copy from each other. It's that's how it works. That's yeah, that's what I think. But, but I, think, I also think that there's some things we don't need to share. Yeah, but there's a difference between cultural appropriation and appreciation. And, yeah, I know. I understand. Because, yeah. like, like, let's, when... like let's say, like, a white girl uh, married into, like, an Asian family... And let's say a Japanese family, and she wears a kimono with her mm-hmm. husband sitting next to her. I think that's appreciation because yeah. she she understands it, and she's married into it. Yeah, basically, yeah, wait for a Halloween sure. costume is like, are you really appreciating it, or are you just going for a costume because it's trendy? Exactly. Yeah. So tying all of this kind of back to the theme of mental health. Mm-hmm. Um, is it does it really affect people when they see their culture being appropriated or is it just something to argue about it, it I, affects them. I think it's both both because some people are re- they're really like what to call what to call affected by it because they've been through it and now it's happening again in on on online it happened both um, um in person and online and sometimes people just like to what to call stretch it, stretch their yeah. argument too far. Because like the reason people are on social media in the first place because they're bored. So yeah. yeah, yeah, it could for some people it could seem in like they could view it in a mocking way. Mm-hmm. Since some cultures or ethnicities they do this just for fun or just to press other people's buttons. Like on TikTok, for example, people could be posting a video of them in braids. Let's say that. Mm-hmm. Um, they could probably be doing whatever 
like dancing or anything but people in the comments could make it seem like they could make up a story behind that and the person but like attack them terribly Mm -hmm. and just make them and we don't know the behind it yeah that's why i'm like i'm most of the time i'm confused on like tiktok comments because they take a 10 second video yeah (laughs) they take a 10 second video and like make a whole story about it and doesn't even add up they don't even ask like the person who posts what's the meaning behind the video also with the culture appropriation i think is that when people do it right like a different race doesn't like mock the other race when they like apologize and say, oh, I'm not gonna do it again, I'm very sorry, I have, I'm gonna learn my mistake, and they do it again. Do you think people should, should like forgive them or no? Yes. Well, uh, it depends on how many chances they have been given. Yes. Yeah. Because, like, like, if, if you did it once and you apologize, your good apology, your apology was like a good one. And you never did it again. Okay, I, I, I will forgive you. But if you keep doing it or keep doing it over and again, and people had to remind you of the last time you did it, yeah, I don't think. Yeah. And I think it's because right now, on like on social media, people aren't given second chances, even no. if they just made a mistake. And I think that's turning into a huge problem because there's all these like little kids on these apps. Yeah. And they're mm-hmm. learning not to apologize. They're learning not to forgive people and it's learning really that there's, just... there's no second chances no matter I think like I think like what's called it's like what let's say someone makes a, a racist jokes right mm-hmm. make make a racist TikTok and and what's it called and it shows all sides of TikTok you see people defend the person mm-hmm. yeah especially others, if oh, it's okay especially if they're an influencer yes, yes. Mm-hmm. The, the way their fans give them a hard pass mm-hmm. it's, it sometimes really bothers me so even, people pick and choose who to yeah, yeah. even with the the n-word slur they're like oh yeah. it's fine or oh like, they're oh, mixed with white and black oh, oh there's yeah black <laughs> fine or the five percent black oh his great grandmother is, is black so he can say it yeah it's oh, very oh, i'm like that makes no sense but when we say something mean about you or other race, you get offended quickly, you know? Make it make sense. Exactly. I just think, so like now, the mental health of Gen Z is already like it's pretty bad. Up. Oh, it's ruined. You. But the next back. generation, I feel like it's going to be so much worse because we grew up when we were kids, we didn't have technology like this. Mm-hmm. But they're oh, growing mm-hmm. up with it like this. And technology is getting bigger and bigger every second and every exactly. day. Exactly. Not only and that, also, but these like social media sites and platforms. And what's called the age restrictions? Anyone can make an account. And yeah. Not yeah. only that, but like, um, the like TikTok restrictions. They don't, they don't really check every single video. So anything yeah. could slip by, and everyone even, can see that. Even yeah. I have seen some videos that like so inappropriate for little kids to see. Even there's there's this video I saw where this guy was like half naked. He only had a towel around his waist. Oh, not only that, but influencers they mostly their fan base or supporters are children. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. and the most people them being shirtless. Mm -hmm. You're like sexualizing your fans. They're making like, you know, 
like exactly. Bryce Hall group, they they take up that their top shows and their muscles. No one really cares, but like you guys are just posting it. Cause I'm like most of what's called them fan base are twelve year olds, yeah. and they and, and you're making them sexualize you, a grown man. Because yeah. like let's say oh let's say you meet someone on TikTok and you you're really interested in them so you start looking into into their Instagram and you see a, a videos of them. Yeah, Even just... like let's like like let's say like those um bands like what's it called um what's it called One Direction you know how like they became mm-hmm. bigger and yeah. in like in every in every entertainment like that fans make. Fan, like fans mean like fan fictions about them. So, oh, mm-hmm. we, we fantasize about them, and they keep on making us fantasize more and more, and that makes our mindset of every person say, oh, we can like you know. So viewers it, are treated as like money rather yeah. than as people. Yeah. Yes. It's their mm-hmm. way of luring more children in. That's yeah. what I think. And if you look at, look at comment sections, these kids are commenting really. Weird, terrible inappropriate things, yeah. things and they're com- they're like what 10 years old commenting 10, 12 on year a old. 20 year old man Instagram like post. even this video i saw about charlie demille say oh this is charlie demille's pink dildo i'm like you guys are 10 how the heck do you know about dildo <laughs> like they're like no, purple dildo i'm like oh, where are your parents at when I was your age, I would think about Barbies and like somebody else, but not that. And can can we talk about how old, like really older nowadays kids look like? That too. It's like, beauty standards. Thirteen year yes. old, and she was wearing makeup. I was like, "There's no way you're thirteen, because because I didn't look like that when I was thirteen. Well, I'm not comparing you to me, but like she had and- nose piercings. I um, what's it called eyebrow piercing? She had makeup. I was like, damn. And that's what I'm saying. Like, uh, like Melanie said, that's a product of the beauty standards, but also like, like I said, they're growing up with this technology already in Mm -hmm. its like worst Mm -hmm. form. So they're like, they feel like they have to do that. They have to look like that. Mm -hmm. So and the new trends. It's like, oh, now with that, like the alt trend, the the um, what's it called? Indie. The indie trend. The what's it called? The, other, other trends they want to fit in they want to look it, good they want to look good for social media that's what they call i think you guys remember what's called when what's called middle schoolers were like flexing on them losing their virginity oh yeah i really didn't like that trend it was not <laughs> it because I, I was like why would you flex about that it's not a flex it's like when you see something on a catalog like a shirt mm-hmm. you're gonna want it what you see you want it Mm-hmm. They're going to see somebody wearing makeup and they're going to want to do that. They're yeah. going to see someone wearing this or getting this piercing. They're going to want to yeah. do that. If they like... think that brings them happiness and then when yeah. they obtain it, they're but looking for not. something else to make them happy. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Even, I remember when I went to my little sister's um, middle school. Like, kids nowadays, when, when I, was, I went to the same middle school as my little sister, when we were there, we, didn't, we had no piercings, but now they have, like, so much nose piercings. Like, Wow. Things change like in a couple of months. <laughs> it doesn't have to be you. It's like it changes that fast. Like the way the world is changing now is just crazy. So we yeah. so we talked about how social media plays into mental health. Mm-hmm. What about family dynamics? Like that can parents. also be. An I think 
because oh, oh wait, I think parents have a huge role on kids like mental mental statement and their mm-hmm. internet. What's it called? Yes. Yeah. It really, it's really how much freedom parents give to their children, especially. Yeah, it's, especially it's also how much children. freedom and how uh, how little freedom they give them, and also mm-hmm. trust. And that's what, yes. yeah, because there are some parents who let go of everything and say, "Oh, I trust you, and you have to be, you have to be a good behavior on social media." You know, some also some parents don't really just don't care about the kids. You know, they're like, "Oh, you can have a phone." What, are they talking to good people? What are they really doing on social media? You know, mm-hmm. and There's... also parents need to like have a good communication with kids. You can do a cell phone, right? But you also have to tell them things. You see. This social media, this is what I'm doing for you. There is some things you have to do and some things you cannot cross the line because to cross the line, you, you put yourself in a, in a hard, um, what's it called? Position. Uh, yeah, with- I have to agree with you. But there's also some parents, like, they they don't, like, teach their kids beforehand. They wait until mm-hmm. something has to happen like for morals. them to explain. Ex- exactly. Yeah. There's so many predators online. Yeah. They can it's like they're waiting for their kids to cause something bad. For them to blame it on their kid. Mm-hmm. I mean, also, parents just don't know. They're just not familiar with technology. Yeah. Well. I feel they need to learn social media way well before, like, they give their kids um, cell phones yeah. and, like, you know. Okay. So, would you blame the old generation parents or the new generation parents? Because I uh, blame both. Because the new generation parents are more, like, relaxed than the old generation <laughs> But so you need like really, a balance. I don't really think it's based like off of new generation, old generation parents. It's based off their mentality and what they think their children are capable of doing, or mm-hmm. what they think they could fall into or get into while on the internet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because a lot of parents they have kids so they can be like them or have a, a little mini me instead of raising yeah. a separate human. Yeah. To be a yeah. productive member of society, like, or I think parents are raising kids to be in generations that don't even exist anymore. Yeah, there is yeah. things. Some parents, sorry to call you guys up. I feel some parents they made their kids like a BFF, you know? Exactly. So, yeah, that's what I was gonna say. I feel like parents say they want their children to be their best friend, but I feel instead of being their best friend, they need to be their parent. They need yeah. their, parent, be their best friends, but like, don't make that take over you. You know, you still have to. Um, play the parental role. It's like I'm a parent, and it's like watch my kid, and it's like talk to them and like understand like the, how they are. Like recently, you can't think that oh, I know my kids from from bottom to their heart to now. Like, do you really know about them? Like, do you know what they think about in their minds? You think that oh, you might know your kids because just because you raised them up, but you don't know them mentally and inside of their thoughts. You know, mm-hmm. that's what parents need to work on. They don't know the influences they have around them and yeah. what they can do under them. So overall, they just need to be more watchful and more understanding. Yeah. 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 I have to think that parents want to call. What's called? Um, she needs to stop like comparing their kids. Yes. To, like yes, yes, yes. to like I, others. Oh my god. Because in call, I'm gonna tell you this. In <laughs> my culture, the way parents compare two kids together, you will be surprised how the kids are against each other. The way my mother compares me, <laughs> I remember when I was younger, I was a bad kid when I was younger, okay? My mom was comparing me. I was like, okay, I get it now. You can stop. It's like, oh my like, God. Like, let's say I got, I got in trouble for, like, what's it called? 
I got in trouble for like being too loud. My mother would call, would, ta- would complain from morning from morning to evening. And she would compl- like, she's like, oh, why couldn't you be your like cousin? She eats. <laughs> she's always her the mouth cousin. Closed. It's like it's like the first so I was like, I'm like, you don't me. know how she is without you in front of her. Like she's completely worse than me. <laughs> It's so like, yeah, that could this this could give the idea to children or teens that they need to change, but only in order to or look good instead of yeah, doing it for definitely themselves. Definitely adds to the oh, mental or that they're yeah. not you're not enough. I feel yeah. like even like for because my my mom is different. She's a she's an African woman. That lady is real different. What's the call? I feel like P, um POC parents, right? Mm-hmm. They're very like the mentality of parenting is so different because from when they're born, they, like we know how we now we on our cell phones. When they were like their generation, when like, when the kids like, go outside, they go play. Everyone have fun. But now that things have changed, they think that every time you hang out with like a kid, you think about something sexual. You know, you can't mm. you can't hang out with that person or you say oh you think of that think of that no i don't think of that like stop thinking of things that i don't think about you know and yeah, also it's like, overall just uh not understanding what's going yeah. on now yeah it's like your generation is so different from my generation the things you think about we don't think about that anymore we think about something else you know mm-hmm. like like in my culture <laughs> it's like you can't you can't have what like you can't ever date after college you get into marriage <laughs> it's like how much with your husband i don't know none of them <laughs> like come on it's no boyfriend no girlfriend marriage it's like how much yeah. to like find a husband but i feel like everything like immigrant parents say they don't mean it in a way to harm us or hurt us they just mm-hmm. want to see us succeed but in a way it can sound very toxic and yeah it's I very think... demanding I think it's that language barrier because yeah. even though like they speak English or whatever other language, they're still like their mentality ways is still to not say there things. Yet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I also and, I think they need to go into therapy. I'm telling you. <laughs> <laughs> Immigrant parents need help. I'm tell like the way they think with school, with friendship. Oh my god. I mean, if you think about it, like they left their home behind to come here. They do. Like that's it's definitely a lot such of a trauma. Young age. <laughs> yeah, exactly. and they're or they're forced into age. things at such a young age. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they don't want us to do. They don't want us to go through everything they did. So uh-huh. they're trying to protect us in a way. And also, but sometimes some they don't parents, listen to the kids. Some parents force their kids in lives they didn't have. Let's say, like, yeah, yeah. They're like, oh. If um, what's called if if I was in your situation, I would have done this, this, and this. They won't give their kids um their a own choice. choice. Yeah. And so I think that um the what's it called parents need to like understand their kids like what's it called like need to like listen to that like that statement. Let's say like let's say I get in trouble with my mom, right? Like I did something like really bad. My mom will also like you know say oh so and so so and so. But, like, you never listen to my point of view. Like, what really happened to me? There's always two sides of the story, you know? You can't always put a conclusion. You can't always, like, say, oh, you did that. Okay, let's move on, you know? Because kids can be hurt by that. It's like, oh, I don't really have someone to talk to. 
someone who can understand me for me and I don't, you know, understand what I'm coming from, you know? It's because exactly. usually adults only listen to, like, professional, like, authorities or adults yeah. still, instead of a child. Like, if your yeah, teacher said like, something, they're going to listen to the teacher instead of Yeah, you. let's say, like, someone got in trouble in class. They only listen to what the teacher's point of view. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Speaking, speaking, speaking about teacher, let's, let's move on to school. How does school, specifically this year through distance learning, how does that affect mental health? Oh Jesus Christ! <laughs> it it makes me like a lot, cause like normally with me, cause you know like um when I meet my teacher, like, okay, I'm like you know trying to be on the good side, but like mm-hmm. now it's online. I don't know you. It's like I just meet you on Zoom every from eight a.m. to like noon. That's it. Peace out. Yeah. Same. I don't. The only people I know, like from like from last year, that that's my teacher. This year, it's my friend teacher. I know him from like from like, in person. I know how he is, but like the teachers now, it's like uh, I don't know your name. Like what's the subject you teach? I know like few few things, and also sometimes the way like it's it's like really difficult to like explain it in a type of way. It's like we're stuck in, on repeat. We do the same mm-hmm. single day. And mm-hmm. when something changes, we're happy. But it's yeah. not always. It's not all the time. It's not consistent happiness. It's not consistent. Yeah. And, and like, I, I feel, feel like, like um, teachers, teachers need to, to like, 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 Students are also having a hard time. Yeah, it's just it's it's like also like just the like amount of assignments. Put putting them a lot of assignments and, that's, and expecting us, us to do it by eleven fifty nine, and we <laughs> all have like different other teachers to, that we got work from. You're not only sure we have. That, that is true. true. I mean, also if we see it from their point of view, they have to follow a curriculum and do all of that and they probably yeah. can't do that during the school year as well mm-hmm. we it's we do all the same things we're doing now in school on school grounds but it just seems more slow paced and we're all more intent with what we're doing but online you're doing it all by yourself yeah and it yeah. seems like it seems like a big workload because they just keep assigning more and more assignments yeah, yeah. Instead of getting all the assistance you need in school and giving time, like a specific mm. time to work on each assignment, it seems like a lot. But that's only because we leave everything to the last minute to do it after school. And, and also, 